Yes. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to the 45th episode, we think, of PEM Podcast, the Psychic Guy Mystery Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Laurie, here with my fabulous sister, Sandy, and a whole room full of party goers. These are our wonderful fans who have year, uh, year after year, hopefully year after year, um, episode after episode commented. Um, they have encouraged all of you to join and watch. Um, and we just really, really appreciate you fans so much. So we thought we'd like hand select a few to kind of join us and we could talk about, um, we can recap the year. So this was totally Sandy's idea. I love it, love it, love it. Thank you for suggesting it, Sands. My sister is so fucking brilliant. Um, she makes me look good just by association. It's all great. So um, here we have Tracy. So when I call your name, please wave at the audience. We have Tracy, Amanda, Lee, Leah, 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 Leah. Leah. Hi, Leah. <laughs> Leah, like the princess. Um, and uh, uh, Bonnie and Mary. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. Some of you have, su have suggested um, uh, cases. Others of you have just been a fountain of optimism. Um, and a few of you, most of you, have been fucking hilarious. So we appreciate the, uh, the uh, added uh, humor bonus in the comments. We read all of the comments and we super duper duper appreciate you guys. So I'm going to hand it over to Sandy. Sandy's going to kind of take the lead. Um, we're going to kind of ask you guys about the cases that we've covered this year. So Sandy, take it away. Okay. So um, the first question we'd like to explore about this past year is which psychic guy mystery stood out for you the most and why? So how about we start with Bonnie? Um, I'm not even sure if it's this year. I'm so sorry. But the ASHA degree uh, missing young girl that mm -hmm. one just really kind of wound me up and made me, um, I think I watched it twice. Oh, did you? It was moving. Yeah, so that was, that was the one that I, I literally cried before, during and after I couldn't, oh, what they did to that poor little girl. And you it's didn't still, even. Yeah. Sandy and I, um, so Ashley degree was a, uh, a, a young eight-year-old who mysteriously, night walking in the middle of the night away from her phone or excuse me away from her home and uh disappeared in the night and um my intuition had led me to believe that she was kidnapped and um unspeakable things were done to her and she is uh gone from this earth but she was you know her parents adored her they still keep uh vigil hoping that she will come back and um she was bright, beautiful, sunshiny, adorable little girl who didn't deserve anything that happened to her. So that was a tough one. That was a tough one for me, Mary. That's interesting. So um, how about you, Tracy? What, what, what PEM podcast mystery stood out for you the most and, and why? Tyron Horman. Yeah. Um, I live in the Pacific Northwest and every year there's a remembrance and a hope that we find this little boy, this poor little boy and um, the PIM podcast for him, we all feel that he's passed, but it's still just heart rending when it was in our backyard. I'm, I'm in a different place where I was living before, but I was very close to the area where he um, disappeared. And it's just anything to do with kids is going to devastate me. 
Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I, I have a very difficult time with a lot of the cases um, covering children, which is we tend to shy away for some, from some of them in particular. Um, so yeah, uh, Chiron for me, big time. Um, I've, I've been carrying him in my heart since I first heard of the story of his disappearance. So I was actually really thrilled that um, we were able to tap into Victoria's intuition and have a sense of what happened and why it happened to him. Um, so um, isn't it, and you know, that's the thing too, is like when we are kind of able to sort of tap into the why it's still unfathomable, you know, it's just still so jarring, even when you know the reason it's like, it doesn't compute. doesn't make sense yeah. for that. To How about be you, Amanda? Child. How about you, Amanda? Did you have a mystery that stood out for you? <laughs> I liked the cruise ship ones, which only made me realize I don't ever want to go on a cruise ship. <laughs> but the one about the girl that got put in, you, you thought she had gone, she had been put into a refrigerator and then moved off ship in, in, in a Amy Lynn Bradley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I found that to be really interesting. Personally, though, the one you did last week was my favorite because I suggested it. There you go. And I've been <laughs> I've been wanting to know, and I told someone about it today. I'm like, this is what happened to her, and she said, you know, it makes sense. So really, so yeah, yeah it's kind of a wild. Yeah, I was that, yeah. I was up in Georgetown yesterday, and I'm like, you know that case, and she goes, Rachel Lee Cook, and I'm like, yeah, that case, and she goes, this is what they think happened yeah. to her, and she goes, it could totally happen. Yeah. Wow. How, yes, how about you, Leah? How about you, Leah? Is there a, a mystery that stood out for you the most? She's on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really remember them from week to week, but um, sometimes you'll, you guys will be talking and like with the last one, something that you say will be just like what happened to me during the day. Like, okay, so I know you're raising your eyebrows. <laughs> um, so I was, I was reading Kelly Ripa's book and she was talking about um, Jimmy Buffett which made me think about St. George Island where I lived when I was a little girl, which made me think about um, wild boar that they, um, sometimes the bikers would, would kill wild boar on, on the beach and, or on the island and, and then, you know, have a bonfire and have roast pit. So there I was with, wild boar on my brain and then you mentioned wild boar mm, mm-hmm. so I was like oh that's synchronicity again <laughs> I think not <laughs> so that's that's my thing I, I will get um something that happens to me during the day that's on my mind and and you guys will mention it that's crazy how about you, crazy. Mary? It's not crazy. It's like totally. I'm normal. not crazy. Yeah, no, we're fine. We're good. Um, <laughs> How about you, Mary? Is there a mystery that stood out to you? Uh, 
it's really interesting. I have two of them written down and it's Asha and um, Amy Lynn Bradley. So it was the cruise ship and the little girl. And um, in, in the one email, it said something about, was there any of them where you got a psychic twinge or a, a twinge? And when you were reading the one about the little girl, when you said that, that the guy radioed, it hit me right away that that's how somebody found her, that, yeah. that it was his call out on the radio trying to be helpful that alerted someone else to where she was. Yeah, yeah. really sad. Yeah. You know, and it's surprising, Mary, that you didn't say the Bricka family murders, which really... <laughs> Were, no, Mary suggested them and they mm-hmm. have just left an indelible mark in my yeah, brain. I would agree. Because Sandy had asked me, she said, you know, <clears throat> which ones did you see the most clearly? <clears throat> and I have just a, a handful where it was like played out like a movie in my brain. And Bricka's were just like, I can see their killer behind that screen door mm-hmm. waiting to be let in, you know, mm-hmm. just standing there, knock, knock, knock. And they let him in and that was it. And, um, you know, there was a whole book written about that, which I had read, which is what made me send it to you. And, you know, the whole layout is that that back door was, um, you know, the open, the, the neighbors could see that it was open. So the screen door was closed, but the inside door was open mm-hmm. and you see him coming to that back door, which is how they kind of thought he came anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, okay. So, um, Bonnie, how about a mystery that surprised you the most? Oh, the, the one, I think the one that just happened where it was the boar or, or maybe a cat. And I figured my, my intuition said, well, if they saw her cooling down, it must've been a neighbor. She must've gone to help a neighbor and bam, you know, something happened. So I was really happy to hear that it wasn't like that. Yeah. 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 I, I have a feeling it was quick. I really don't think I don't think she, I, I truly think it was a, um, a mountain lion that got her and then it was very fast. So, um, kind of like, you know, you've got 150 pound animal on your shoulders. You're a little thing takes you down and they know where to strike to end suffering pretty quickly. So that, that is my gut feeling. How about you, Tracy, a mystery that surprised you the most? I was hoping to be a little bit more prepared, but I ended up working late. But that couple that were found murdered and tied to their pool. Oh, yes. The the Murdoch's. No, no, No. it was uh, the the Shermans. The Shermans. Oh, Shermans. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Barry and um, Honey Sherman in in Toronto. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And um, the thing is, is that with the... um, the thing that struck me is the construction and how poorly the construction and where was all that money coming from? Of course, they're going to sue them and money laundering or whatever the mob are in, um, all, they're going to cut corners and do stuff like that. And right after the podcast, we had a local story um, near us and they had a question out is what do you think happened? And I really thought about what Victoria said and I was just contemplating and I said, you know, it sounds like a mob hit. And I was surprised at how many people jumped and said they agreed that they felt it was mob related. Wow, you know? interesting. Being in the Pacific Northwest. The ether is ubiquitous, man. We, we've all got feelers. We all have a sense. 
I, I actually don't. I'm so literal and I'm so buried into the facts of the story huh? that, yeah, I'm like, I have no oh, idea. Never knew that about you. I do not like you right now. Okay. <laughs> so Amanda, is there a, a mystery uh, result that surprised you? I, I don't remember any of them surprising me. I think I listened to them in a different way, more as information than, oh my God, that really happened. Yeah. I, I just, it's more of a, like when she did um, Rachel Lee, it was more of like a relief that yeah. I knew what happened. A little so, bit of closure on some of those yeah. mysteries. Yeah. How about you, Mary? Any, any mystery that surprised you as a result? Um, actually the Marilyn Monroe one, um, yeah. um, the answer that you got for her, that, that the cover up was the FBI trying to get listening devices out of the house and that she really did commit suicide. I was um, surprised at that one. Yeah. You know, I'll be honest with you. I kind of was too, because I'd always felt that there was another explanation and there, it kind of is like they whitewashed that whole thing. Um, and they painted her as, of course they did, right? She was kind of the, the victim of her own um, sabotage, so to speak. And um, those two men, Bobby and um, John, they drove her to it. Assholes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so uh, for me, actually, Brian Schaefer, the medical student who was studying in o Ohio, I, I could never have predicted that based, again, I'm very literal. So I'm re I'm doing the research and everything I read talked about the fact that there were security cameras all over the place. And yet when Victoria started to decipher and intuit what actually happened, it made tremendous sense why he didn't get picked up on cameras and that he, he ended up in the river mm -hmm. and, you know, never to be found again, which is very tragic because the only one left standing is his brother. His father was killed mm -hmm. in a hurricane. His mother died of cancer. And then he tragically was swept out to sea. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, any, yeah. any that surprised you, Leah? Okay, this last one, um, I was sure Victoria was gonna say, okay, this is who killed her and this is how it was done. And, and then she said, I don't think it was murder. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, mean, I agree. It really took me aback that, that you didn't think it was murder. How could you not think it was murder? Isn't that what this show is about? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about unsolved mysteries. <laughs> but yes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. um, so I know that I asked initially what mystery stood out to you. A slightly different question is, is there a mystery that bothered you a lot? Like I, I know that some of the ones you've already discussed definitely bothered you, but are there any others worth mentioning that bothered you a lot? Um, how about you, Bonnie? Um. There were several, but the ones in Hawaii really bothered me for a man to say he's going to help someone mm. and murder her. Like, and my dad's a mechanic and I help in his shop. And I just think my dad would totally stop and help someone, but he would, you know? Yeah. So upsetting to me, like, okay, if you're going to do something horrible to someone, fine, but don't act like you're not doing that. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Any for you, Mary? Um, I just think that, you know, I'll never go on a cruise now. <laughs> <laughs> just, We're going to get sued by the cruise lines. <laughs> it was, it was, 
<laughs> it was real, thinking about this, when I was in my 20s, I was supposed to be going on a cruise with a girlfriend and something happened and we had to cancel and we didn't go. And I'm thinking, well, maybe that was a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How about you, Amanda? Was there a case that ended up um, bothering you a lot? Um, I can't think of one okay. offhand. You can just jump Sorry. in. I didn't prepare. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Tracy, any, any ideas on any case that kind of hung with you and bothered you? Yeah, the cruise ones also bothered me. Um, I've often had nightmares about tsunamis or drowning. Ooh. Yeah. Cruises has never been one of my, oh, I've got to try. It's never going to happen. I just, I just feel like, you know, some people, well, some people are afraid of lightning. My son-in-law was struck by lightning and lived, you know, and I just thought to myself, I've always thought this to myself, that if I ever go on a cruise, I'm the one that's going to get struck by falling overboard or (laughs) I'm not grateful. So <laughs> well, let's hope that doesn't happen to you in any situation. Yeah, Tracy's so. not going to be at the front of the ship going, I'm queen yeah. of the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, B, did you have a, a mystery that really bothered you? I know that we talked about Asia, but Asia. Yeah. Asia really stood up like um, the Springfield three that really bothered me. Like it really bothered me. Um was just so evil yeah you know just um this mom was just doing her best you know she finally bought this tiny little house she probably thought okay I've got a foothold in the world and you know girls just graduate they've got their whole futures ahead of them they're beautiful girls and you know man and a woman tag team lord them outside and um, murdered them, unfortunately. Yep. So um, that was a really tough one for me. Um, I think also, if I have to be honest, The Watcher really yeah. bothers me. Really? Yeah, it really bothers me because of the injustice of it. It's because, just creepy. Yeah, well, it's, it is it is super creepy, but these poor people lost like all of their savings. They lost, you know, they were probably in debt up to their assholes. And it was so cruel. It was just so, you could tell that whoever was writing the letters just really enjoyed the torture, you know, of this couple who had done, they did nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong. They were completely innocent. And to do that, to do that sort of mental torture, not just to like an innocent family, but to an entire town. I mean, you're a sick fucker, (laughs) sorry, but you're just, you know, you're a sick piece of shit. Well, I think, I think the part that really aggravated me about that particular case was the way in which the town turned Mm -hmm. against the family and, and the wife had grown up there. Like that was her hometown. So for me, that was the greater injustice was that the town decided (laughs) that it was casting a negative and that they were to blame for it when in yeah. reality they were the victims over and over exactly. and over again. Exactly. Yeah. They had nobody on their side. Yeah. When everybody should yeah. have been on their side. Yeah. You know, you just were like, as as you were reading the case, Andy, I just kept feeling like there's got to be a voice of reason that eventually says yeah. something. And everyone just kept hyping the paranoia up. You know, the poor mother. 
Yeah. Well, and then we're still, I think a lot of people think that they made out with respect to their deal with Netflix. And in reality, I think they only earned a hundred thousand dollars off of their story and Netflix has kind of taken it in a completely different direction than what was reality, but right. it's, I it's, couldn't even watch Netflix after no. listening to Victoria. It's like, no, nope, I have no desire to watch that. <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, for me, the case there are a couple of cases that really, really bothered me. Um, the yogurt shop murders. After I researched that and presented it, and I, I, I chose to not present some of the very graphic details that are associated with that case. But for four young high school students to be murdered and assaulted the way that they were, just really rattled me, and I had to take a break from children and murder, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is why we went after we them. We did that one in Asia fairly close together. If I, rem- uh, if I remember, like that was, it was a little bit of a one-two punch, wasn't it? Like, no, but no, okay. yeah, but no. Um, so, uh, and then the, the other one that really, 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 really bothered me was Karina Homer. Um, she was mm-hmm. the a Swedish au pair that um, disappeared in Boston and then half her torso shows up two days later. Mm-hmm. And um, the graphic details of what happened to her, which have never been revealed and probably are not known unless you are intuitive, um, really highly disturbing. And then the other one that really (laughs) rattled me was the Walker family. You know, they were, that was the family in Sarasota, uh, Florida that were killed by an admirer of the wife. So. Yeah. That was back in the fifties, right? Back in the fifties. And, um, that was the one where the little boy was like three and he had been shot five. Five, five. and he'd been yeah. trying to crawl to his father and then was shot again and then the son of a bitch took the baby and drowned the baby um shot and drowned the baby like you know the oh, things okay. that these people do to yeah. children what part of your brain exits and allows you to cross that kind of a line like i that's I've enjoyed the past year doing this with my sister. I love her. I love visiting her every week. But some of these cases, like, just really kind of make me look at humanity a little differently. You know, there's some lines here that just, they're just freaking awful. And it's compounded by the fact that I have to touch that energy. Yeah. So not only do I kind of get a play by pay, but like the energy is just disgusting. It's just awful. So especially with um, Asia, like I had to go because there was no evidence of what had happened to her, nothing. So I had to do a kind of an intuitive deep dive. I couldn't kind of skirt the issue, skirt the edges. I had to go in and that that was a tough one to come back from. I agree. I think the one thing that gave me a little bit of solace over the walkers was that you said that um, the children and the, and the couple had already reincarnated, yeah. um, which- I guess gave me some comfort that they get to do a do-over and hopefully in a better way than yeah. Yeah. where they were. Yeah. So. I always look for that. Um, when, um, when the other side says, oh, they've reincarnated, they do a loopy, they do like this. Yeah. So I always look for that. And, um, and they definitely made sure that I knew that they did come back through. So that was good. Did, did anyone do any additional research or can continue to pursue a mystery after uh, one of our shows? Is there a, is there, is there a case that, you know, caused you to want to dig deeper into it? Tracy. Any, Tracy. Yeah. What? Um, 
it was a it was the Chiron Horman, and you touched on an area that I actually am somewhat familiar with. And I made my husband drive us down in Germantown, really? the area that you thought he was in. And you realize that a lot of, we live in the Pacific Northwest and overgrowth and vegetation and trees grow so fast. Mm. And if it's not an area where our county or whatever doesn't maintain a whole lot, it just gets, it just gets run over. And it just made me so sad to think that he may never be found. I mean, literally seeing the, the, the heavy um, vegetation, the heavy weeds, the bushes, the trees, it's very densely packed, but you, we do know that there are, are um, they're not necessarily wells, but they're kind of like wells, but there are these whole things for, I don't know what they were for. The city of Portland has gone through many um, uh, transformations and areas that were once being um, developed would suddenly stop and make a, a different direction. Hmm. So you'd have infrastructure that was just being left open, just left. Really? And so I could see that very, very well, that this woman <clears throat> took advantage of. And again, that's that soul suppressing thing. Why would you ever do anything to an innocent child? Why? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think I think everybody suspects that she's probably the reason that he's not with us anymore. And um, it's really disappointing that a lot of these players that have caused this harm and done this damage continue to go on and right. live their merry lives. Right. So. Like the Moscow, the Moscow murderer. That no. <coughs> he's gonna get caught. I really do think he's gonna get caught. I really do. Someone do knows. Think, do you think suspects. it's soon? Soon or do you think it's yeah, gonna I, out? you know, <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me if by the spring um that he's brought in. And he will be, you know, wasn't me, wasn't me, wasn't me. I'm holding on to that, Victoria. I'm sorry? <laughs> I'm holding on to that. Yeah. Because they're saying on the news that the police are um, begging the public for, you know. Anything. Anything mm -hmm. that they can use. Yeah. And. And that's and how I think I'm it's going to happen, Leah. I'm just, I'm just saying, no, Victoria, she saw it happening. It is, mm -hmm. is, they're going to catch them. It's going to be okay. I'm not going to worry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to worry. I did, you know, <laughs> Sandy had asked me, I can't remember if it was on camera or off camera, saying, but you had said he's going to do this again. And yeah. I really don't feel he will. I feel that whatever bloodlust he had um, was more than satiated and it caused a much bigger mess than he was anticipating. Yeah. And it didn't feel the way he thought it was going to feel. Yeah. And now he's just kind of running scared, which I hope he's terrified. I hope he doesn't sleep. Yeah. Um, and I really feel one of his relatives, one of his friends knows and is, is like, you know, do I say something? Do I not say something? Kind of. They better thing. say something. Yeah, I I think that's how he's going to get caught. I think mm -hmm. someone's going to be like, he confessed this to me or something. And yeah. <clears throat> I do think there's trace evidence <clears throat> if they can just find him. Yeah, I think they'll. Well, be that's able to good that there's trace circumstantial evidence. Kind yeah. of put it together. Because I don't think he got rid of the knife. I think he still has that knife. 
Um, so Marriott, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you worry about talking about this stuff that maybe the killer would see it and then he'd go, well, I'm chucking that knife in the river. I always wonder about that with police talking about evidence they have. And then the guy goes, well, if they're looking for me with this, I'm going to take my tattoo off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I worry all the time. You're going to drive by my house. That is nothing new though, folks. That is absolutely nothing new. As long as I have known Tandy, she has been a warrior. So, um, uh, and that has been uh, tomorrow, 56 years. So happy um, birthday. thank you. Thank you. Um, so, um, do, do I think anybody's going to come after us or do I think anybody's going to like, listen to our podcast and do something like that? Listen Um, to the podcast and then go, well, heck, if they're going to find me from trace evidence, I'm going to get rid of that knife. (laughs) I can be super selfish. I would say, God, wouldn't that be wonderful to be no. that popular that some serial killer that we talk about out there is like, oh, I heard it on the PEM podcast. Now I must erase my tattoo. <laughs> or yeah, but, the but maybe his girlfriend is listening to it. Now she goes, oh my gosh, now there's the knife. So yeah. it could it could happen that way. But you see, that kind of individual is so arrogant that it's almost like a dare, right? Yeah. It's almost like a dare. He's not giving up that knife. That knife is special to him. That and it's not nice. because he used it to murder them. That knife was special to him. Yeah. So uh, Mary, I blame you for causing me to go down a rat hole with respect to the Bricka family. It was such a fascinating case. And I tried to get into the Facebook group that's dedicated to the family denied not allowed in <laughs> so he's i'm put it on hold anyway because he says it was hacked so oh is that why okay great well that explains a lot it's not me um but i really i found that to be such a fascinating case um so many layers the idea that perhaps um i cannot think of his name the serial killer uh poteen um well they thought it was the cincinnati strangler Yes, at, at one point, but there was also the guy out in the West Coast. There was the airline connection. Anyway. Yeah. Um, was it Shepard? No. No, it was, the, so her two, when she was a flight attendant, her two roommates right. Right. were murdered. Well, one was assaulted, one was murdered. Um, so it was just, it's, it was a fascinating case and um, a lot of layers. And I, I would love it if they would ultimately solve that case. I think that'd be... You know, um, that whole fan site would hope that too. Yeah. And um, the author has, um, he's, he's donating all of the proceeds of the sales of the book to have the DNA evidence re- retested. Interesting. Um, yeah. Whether or not it'll do any good because, you know, Victoria thinks that um, the guy who did it is long gone. It would have to be one of those um, forensic. Um, Familio. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Familiar match. That is one that I kind of went back and did some more um, research on after um, Victoria's insights into it because you know, she said it was a connection to to Jerry and his work, and it was like, yeah, there was somebody that they talked about, and so I went back and found that part in the book, and there was a guy who was acting very strange, showed up the night that all of the um, police and everybody were there when they found the bodies. And was saying, oh, whose house is this? And 
and he acted like he didn't know, but he had actually carpooled with Jerry. So he knew where Jerry lived. Interesting. So, um, it, and he had been a suspect, but they, you know, couldn't prove they it. have anything. No. Yeah. 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 I know um, they wanted to pin that on the, on the vet that she was having an affair and blah, blah, blah. And like, for me, it's almost always the simplest, straightest line, right? So yeah. you start throwing in this vet who's older than her by like 40 years, <laughs> you know, first of all, right? <clears throat> She's a young 20, very young 20 something woman is not going to go for some pot bellied vet. Okay. <laughs> Married. Right. It's just right. no. <laughs> well, and it was right after Miranda and he lawyered up, which he was did, I yeah. think what made people suspect him more than he anything. Did. But then there's all sorts of speculation that he was involved in something else illegal hmm. that he didn't want that to come out. So that was more maybe why he lawyered up. Right. Right. <clears throat> it just, well, then, it just and then he committed suicide. That it, once you started throwing in this vet, that there were so many pieces that they were trying to jam in to fit that didn't fit mm -hmm. and um why would this guy who lives in town jeopardize his marriage his practice his livelihood all of it right to murder people what out of a jealous rage that's ridiculous like it's ridiculous they're not going to murder a four-year-old over a jealous rage. that's not going to happen but if you're a co-worker of jerry's and he's got the goods on you and he's telling you that he's going to turn you in that's mm -hmm. your livelihood that's your reputation that's everything else you're going to do everything you can to shut him up so mm -hmm. um is there a, a mystery uh that was a favorite of yours leah yeah um so uh, pretty much whenever Victoria is talking, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, um, but I, I no, need they, to acknowledge that I don't have any secret deal to pay any of our panelists. No, I just her. love you so <laughs> much, Victoria. And I just think you're wonderful. Aww. And you really could just talk about anything. So and funny. and I would tune in to watch. Oh, thank you. Now the the fact that you're talking about um, uh, criminals, murderers, <laughs> you know that gives me pause. Uh, it freaks me out. It's uh, it's pretty upsetting, but you know it's you, <laughs> and and I love you. I'm <laughs> for Victoria's Day for the murder. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think, I I'll think it's very interesting. <laughs> I think it's very interesting. I'm really, um, I, I, I love supernatural things. I, I love ghosties and spirits and all that kinds of stuff. And, and I just, um, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. Well, Excellent. sweetheart, I'm now a big fan of yours. Thank you so much. Oh, thank, you. Doll. thank you. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. Uh, Tracy, do you have a, a favorite mystery that we've covered? You know, um, um, I've loved every episode that has come out. I've had readings with Victoria for years. And um, the one thing that I get out of each and every pod, pod, pimp podcast is that 
almost always at night, I start dreaming. And I dream about the case that gets put forward. Hmm. Sometimes I wake up panting and I'm so glad my husband and I have separate bedrooms because we have different shifts and then I'm not trying to kick the shit out of it. In <laughs> um, other times, it's really thoughtful. It's like this downward spiral that it has to finish until the end. And it's not always comfortable, you know, but it makes me have food to thought, you know, it makes me think when I watch the news or I hear something on the internet, you know, how, how much deeper can it go? And we, I, I think a lot of people in the news and, um, any kind of media only scratch the surface that makes media hype, but they don't really put any substance to it. And right. I believe Victoria so really fleshes that out. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank um, you. Amanda, do you have a favorite mystery? <laughs> I don't have a favorite, but I can say that the ones in the beginning were just interesting. But then when you got into the more recent stuff, it really pulled me in. You know, when you did, um, I can't remember the name of the killer, the famous one over in London with the- Jack the Ripper. Oh, that, that, yeah. The, that um, one was interesting. Girl Annihilator. The Jack the Ripper, because here in Austin, you might know this, here in Austin, they believe that whoever did that came here and started killing women. And then it stopped here and they believe he left and went back to London. So other than that, the older ones were kind of, and I'm, I'm thinking it's because you guys were just getting started, but yeah. I think they got better as it went on. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, once Sandy took over really is when it got better. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, Bonnie, did you have a favorite episode? I love the Dr. Shepard one because yeah. my grandmother was fascinated by that story. Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Shepard was wrongly convicted, right? That's, yes. yeah, his wife the was, yeah. I, was I thought the it was window, the window guys that did it. Window guys, yeah. The one that, the part of that that fascinated me was there were actually two culprits, not one. Um, mm -hmm. which I, I would not have necessarily just, thought through. It just makes sense, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Mary, do you have, do you have a favorite? Well, it's the Bricka. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I actually found the very first one very fascinating, the servant girl annihilator and um, how you fleshed that out, that it was a blacksmith and the, the tool and all of that. I found that very interesting. I actually went back and rewatched it recently. And I will say that the, the microphones that you have now and the headphones have really improved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took us a minute. Um, <laughs> the train, the bird, the dog, <laughs> kids coming in and out. <laughs> so professional. Yeah, it's all been good. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the food? Yeah. Um, for me, I, uh, in terms of historical cases, I, I, uh, the one about, um, Dorothy Arnold, I thought was fascinating. So that was the New York heiress that disappeared in 1910. And the fact that over 110 years have passed and we still don't know what happened to her. And I was really kind of excited that Victoria had an inkling of what happened to her. Um, I also thought it was really amazing that you were able to sort of put yourself into her position as she was looking up at the sky. Um, there have right been a couple. There have been a couple of cases where, like, 
I get so sucked in that like yeah. it is it is literally like a memory. It feels like a memory. Like I'm looking up at and with her, I remember looking up and seeing the clouds moving across the moon and feeling cold, like really, really cold. And um knowing that this was not going to turn out well, kind of. Yeah, right. Um, and then, and then, then two other historical ones that I really I thought were amazing was um, uh, definitely uh, George Reeves, Superman. Um, so many that layers. Was my favorite. That. Yeah, that was my favorite. Uh, and then Dorothy Forstein, who was the Philadelphia housewife that um, was kidnapped out of her home, and you know, we knew what happened to her because her children witnessed it, but we didn't know why. And so the ability on your part to sort of intuit why that happened, I thought was really interesting. Um, but I will say my favorite mystery was, uh, the mystery around Alcatraz. I just found that story so freaking funny. And, um, the fact that they made it like you, you could, yeah. you confirm that they actually escaped and they made, definitely it. made it. They absolutely um, made it. Yeah. And, and that there may be a truth revealing, happening in in uh 2030 okay. yeah okay. i i just i thought that was a really cool case and i'm kind of sad that we didn't get a lot more views or fans around that one because i i Probably personally because there's was... so many theories do you know like yeah, but yours is the right one about, That's... like what happened and how it happened but cindy what i loved was you really brought that alive because you talked about the the, the amazingly innovative ways yeah. that they came up with building this raft and rope and um disguise paper mache yeah 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 <clears throat> just incredible the and i guess if you have nothing but time and you've got a genius like you i guess you're gonna like make a game of it a yeah little bit. a little bit yeah um so, and what a miserable place to be oh imprisoned is is alcatraz i don't know if anybody has toured the prison itself or yeah. been to san francisco for that matter but um i can't imagine a worse condition to be imprisoned mm -hmm. in. So I'd be very incented to want to escape mm -hmm. if I could. Um, mm -hmm. but I just thought it was really clever what they, mm -hmm. what they pulled off. So, um, looking forward to that Netflix show. Um, and then the final question tonight is, is there a mystery? I mean, I know we hope they all get solved, but is there a mystery in particular that you would like to see solved? Other ones that we've done that have been unsolved. Yeah. Mary, is there, is there a mystery that you well, it, it's the one with the college students that, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. the Moscow. Moscow, murders. Idaho. Yeah. 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 We definitely like to see that solved. Yeah, me too. How about, how about you, Tracy? Is there a murder? Is there a mystery that you'd like to see solved? Yes, I would. There's two, actually. One is um, I was just watching on the news a story about Native American women and girls disappearing mm. on several different areas across the United States and they're just gone. Mm -hmm. And the other is the Winchester Mystery um, House. Um, the woman who um, her uh, father or husband created the Winchester rifle. Husband. What? Her husband. Yes. And um, did she, uh, you know, did she really experience the supernatural that was going through her house where she's had to keep building it reminds me of that story rose red and uh it's always fascinated me a lot of native women across the country that are just disappearing 
I would love to do a story on that. I I think, unfortunately, there just isn't a lot of information publicly that Mm -hmm. I know where to tap into for it. So if someone has a line on information that I can research and then develop a story around, I'd be thrilled to do something around that. So um, there's there's a new TV show called Alaska Daily that's kind of pointing at that same subject matter as well. I watch that. I love that show. Yeah. Yeah. As for um, Winchester Mystery House, I've done the tour six times, so I can tell you a lot if you want to write me. <laughs> resources. I've we have, never we been have resources. I, I wanted to go since I was a kid. So when I lived in San Jose, anytime somebody came, I took them out there. So cool. All right. So, um, Bonnie, do you have a, a mystery that we've covered that you'd like to see solved? No, but I, I remember hearing Grandpa Carl say, you're a rotter. To, uh, <laughs> to a rotter. I would like to know what a yeah, to Al Capone. Is. What a rotter is. Love that story. Yeah. What's a rotter? Yeah. yeah. So but, you we, know, a bad it. person. You know. <laughs> we love yeah. it because my my grandfather was just this incredible, like really incredible guy. Um, did I tell the story that he walked? He literally walked from Georgia to to Chicago because someone said there are jobs in or excuse me Oklahoma to Chicago because somebody said there are jobs in Chicago. And my grandfather said, having come from Plymouth, England and getting on the wrong bus or the wrong boat to go to Australia three times, um, finally lands in Houston, makes his way up to Oklahoma. He's picking cotton. He's like, this is not a life for me. And he's like, where are their jobs? And someone said, oh, there's jobs in Oklahoma. He's like, where's Oklahoma? Or excuse me, jobs in Chicago. He's like, where's Chicago? They go north. So he just walked north until he made it to Chicago. And he spent the next shit. I don't think he moved to California since until he was in his eighties. So he spent the next sixty-five years there in Chicago, and uh, yeah, came across Al Capone. I love that he stood up to him. I Me love too. that. <laughs> Me too. And if you knew him, that would not surprise you. He was also a very tall man compared to Al Capone. Come so every once in a while, this Sorry? is still forward. Does he still come forward to V? Do you still get um, granddaddy? You know, um, he has taken a little bit of a step back. Um, mostly who I interact with on the other side that's like related or close to me. Um, I've got my mentor, uh, Kevin Allen, who taught me kind of how to psychic. Um, he passed away, unfortunately, a couple of years ago. I miss him dearly. Um, but he's constantly in my head and my grandmother is always all over me. So um, my grandfather's wife, um, amazing woman. She comes in all the time. Every once in a while, um, like like my grandfather, this is a true, this is an actual true story. So <clears throat> it was Memorial Day weekend, um, early in the morning. I was out for a run. This was in Texas. Talk about things that can kill you. I was out uh, in Texas on a, on a trail that was paved that was right next to like a guardrail. Um, and I saw a guy out of the corner of my eye, he was behind the wheel of a car of a car and he absolutely shouldn't have been. This guy was just blasted and he was driving fairly fast. And all of a sudden the car started to drift because he started to nod off toward me. So I am next to this guardrail. I have nowhere to go nowhere to go. And I'm like, okay, I'm just dead. Right. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden I see his shoulder being jerked forward and he snaps up and he straightens the wheel out and it 
like I stopped. I was just, and he gets pulled over down the street by a cop. I'm like a little too late, dude. But anyway, um, in my head, I felt my grandfather go, that was close. So I know my grandfather intervened. I know he did because I watched it. Like I, I watched it. This guy's shoulder was pulled forward. It wasn't that he jerked forward. It was pulled forward. So that was my granddaddy. Thank God. So yeah, he's kind of still an amazing guy. Um, so that's my list of questions. Does anybody want to say anything else before we end our first fan PEM podcast? <laughs> Is that a big fat no? <laughs> I would just like to say, Sandy, I think you do a great job at writing up all of these mysteries. It's Thank you. Really Thank does. You really, she works her ass off, you guys. Like mm -hmm. I <clears throat> tend to get a lot of love, which I love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But truly the star of this show is my sister. Truly. She is incredible. She doesn't mm -hmm. usually ask me for help because she knows she won't get it. Because <laughs> when, when she when she was reading the credits for Rachel Lee, it just went on and on and on and on. And I'm like, yeah. man, she she went really deep dive to find yeah. information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. She's like a badger for research. <laughs> She's amazing. She is amazing. Right. This it. is not what the podcast is about, but thank yes, you. it is. Shut it and just it. take the compliment. Um, okay. Anybody else have anything you want to say before we wrap up? Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Well, thank you. Awesome. You guys, you guys were wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being our fans, for coming on, for um, sharing your um, thoughts and uh, memories and experiences. We really, really appreciate that. And suggestions. And and your suggestions. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and uh, happy new year, everybody. We love you. Happy Take birthday. Care. Okay. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, birthday, happy, birthday. happy <laughs> new year.